Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Come with us, Out of Bounds, as we discuss and debate the latest topics in the world of sports. We have a great show ahead, so let's get to it. Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Harrison. This podcast is the full show for today's episode. We have a great show lined up. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Daniel Artest Podcast, man. And today I got a good guest. You know, I got Corey Harrison from Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, man. What's going on, brother? Man, everything's everything, man. I'm doing good. How are you? Man, I'm good. It feels good to be actually podcasting again instead of just, you know, doing live streams and, and things like that. It feels good to get back to the basics. Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But yeah, you know, today we're just going to talk about, you know, the restart of the NBA season. You know, um, how you feel about, you know, everything that's coming back. So I did um, a little research. Um, my, my biggest thing was kind of the same thing you have previously stated before in other shows about the player safety aspect of it. Uh, I did see that they was going to be working with um, some infectious disease um, departments and things like that. Yeah. So um, they're going to have them in this bubble. I'm told that they're not able to leave um, this area. Um, they only allow a certain amount of family members per player. Um, so I think they have it structured well for um, the players to get safe and they understand once they enter into this bubble and they do agree to start playing, then, you know, they have already agreed that whatever happens at that point is kind of on them, um, which I, you know, I would agree with that. I mean, that's, that's what anything, um, you know, I like the 22 team format. I didn't really like the play in style, but I guess we'll get into more specific things later in the show yeah 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 and for those that don't know you know obviously we know that the nba had to go on hiatus since march 11th due to coronavirus you know the pandemic situation but the board of governors of the nba you know approved to restart the season you know starting july 31st like you said they got 22 teams 13 in the um west nine in the east and the teams are for the eastern conference they got the milwaukee bucks toronto raptors boston celtics the miami heat the Indiana Pacers, Philadelphia 76ers, the Brooklyn Nets, Orlando Magics, and the Wizards. And for the West Conference, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nuggets, the Jazz, OKC, Houston, Dallas, Memphis, Portland, New Orleans, Sacramento, my Spurs, and the Phoenix Suns. So um, the one thing I can say about this playoff thing, like after it goes through, I thought they was going to do the one sixteen format. I was really waiting for that. You know what I mean? Just... 16 seeds, one to 16, and let's just get right into it. But they're going to. Well, they still the, are. No, they said they're going to do the traditional, um, the the traditional format of Eastern and Western Conference playoff teams. They're not going to okay. do all one big bracket. So I was I was a little disappointed, and that, that was the perfect spot because it's not like you're traveling anywhere. It's all one, right? One, one location. So I thought that would have been cool. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So. You know, um, how you feel about the playing stuff, though, like that version of it? Well, um, the only thing I really didn't like about it, it's only like one thing that is disproportionate. They have less East teams and they have more West teams. So that gives a lot of those um, those dangerous teams that, you know, I'm speaking solely from a biased standpoint. 
to enter into the playoffs and threaten the, the throne, man. <laughs> so that's the only thing. Like I, I wanted to um it to be like level playing field where they invite the same amount of you know teams per conference. So because it, it's kind of disproportionate right now. Yeah, but I think that um that West, I mean that East team, like they're bad. So I understood why they did it. You know, think about it. The West, you know, they got the, what New Orleans, they got the um Sacramento, um, Portland, um, Memphis, you know, all, you know, competing for that last spot. So I understand that. And it looks like, um, I guess the ninth seed team, what is that? I forgot which one is the ninth seed team right now, but they actually have an outside chance. They, it's the only team that have an outside chance to get in the playoffs. So I'll see why, you know, they would, um, you know, go with more teams in the West than in the East. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I mean, if, since you put it in that perspective, I can kind of understand it, but like I said, from a total bias standpoint, you know, it's kind of, you know, like I don't want anybody threatening the throne, you know, then Portland got some action and that's a dangerous team that I feel like that they don't have nothing to lose and everything to gain. I and, don't see, I don't see, I don't see Portland beating the Lakers four times. I'm sorry. They might get them twice and two games might be too much. I, I don't see it happening. I don't I I just cannot see it happening, man. Yeah, they make I, it sweat a little bit. I think that it might all right. Well, if if I will take out the if I would all right, listen. I, I guess you're probably right though, because there's no crowd. There's no like yeah. you know, fan emotion. So anything can happen pretty much like that. You know what I'm saying? Um so I, I probably I understand that, but I still, you know, don't see it. Once, you know, these players can adapt to any type of situation, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So once they adapt. And, you know, once the talent level, you know, takes over, I think that, you know, the Lakers will be fine. The only thing for me, I just don't want them to have a hard, um, you know, team the first few rounds. I want that to kind of save for like, for like the conference finals and the finals or something like that. I don't want them to, to burn out, you know, on a Portland Trailblazer team because they didn't have the legs because they, they're going to have the opportunity to play in. The Lakers are not a part of that. So that means, you know, you know, you know how basketball is. They're going to have their legs. They're going to, you know, get their rhythm back. And the Lakers are still um, not even playing yet. So that's that's my concern. Yeah, I, I understand. I understand that. I think. No, I, I definitely understand what you talk about. They have a, a running start already. But like I said, yeah. man, these players, these players can and definitely will adapt. And guess what? They ain't traveling. There's no home and road games. You know, so yeah. be, you know, in games every other day. You know, the rest is going to be amazing. They really literally just got to go to a game and then just go right back to their hotel or whatever and, and, and to practice the back. There's no flights. There's nothing. You know what I'm saying? So, like, this benefits, like, LeBron pretty much because he don't have to travel. You know, Absolutely. This, this benefits that. And even somebody that's injured or gets injured in game one and they're trying to get ready for game two, they ain't got to fly back or nothing like that. It won't, it won't, be, it won't be too crazy. You know, so I think that you know, this actually, you know, benefits the Lakers. Yeah, yeah. I think it does. Um, so like we was talking about, like you said you brought up the um the NBA and the players association, you know, they're, they're gonna be working with like, you know, infectious disease specialists, you know, public health um experts and government officials to, you know, start a program to prevent, you know, um anything, well, to prevent the risk of COVID nineteen. You know situations you know what i'm saying you know they're gonna also have like you know daily testing regularly and like you know telling these players how to practice um 
you know, being safe, you know, and, mm-hmm. and I think that for players to be safe, they just got to, you know, just stay in that bubble. I know you want to go out and do things like that. Don't do it because you don't want to, you don't want to risk, especially if you're a main player. Like you don't want Kyle Kuzma, you know, going out there and, and risking getting sick and stuff like that. So like, what's your, what, what you think about the, the protocols? I think that they should be strict. Um, and I think that the players should abide by those uh, mm-hmm. restrictions um, because at any point in time, we could be back at square one where they can yank everything away. Yeah. And, you know, no one wants that because we work so hard and to get this thing together and, you know, have the voting and everything else. And I think, you know, one bonehead could ruin it for everybody. So I think that that should be um, – conveyed to each player with that understanding in mind especially you know the player that you mentioned because i he's a he's a, he's just different you know it's always something going on with, with it. i don't know if, if his hair is black we're good like i feel like he's gonna be that third scorer that we need but mm-hmm. if he got some kind of wild hair going on i mean he just i don't know man he's i don't know what, what happened to him i think when ad came it kind of like threatened his his mentality a little bit you know i think when, when you're a young player like that and you go from uh, being that second scorer because last year, if you remember, mm-hmm. um, he was the second leading scorer on the Lakers team behind LeBron James. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, he he was, you know, getting back on D. He even, he even had a play. I don't know if you remember watching Laker basketball games where he actually pushed LeBron um, to defend. Yeah, I remember Like, that. literally yeah. pushed him. Yeah. Kuzma, Kuzma got to get back to that. He got to get back to his old self. And um, I think that he deferred a lot this year, um, voluntarily deferred because, you know, Anthony Davis is a good player. You know, of course, you know, LeBron James and stuff. But Anthony, I think Kyle Kuzma, he should have just kept it, you know, kept his um, activity up as far as playing on the court. Like, you know, the way he plays, he shouldn't change his, He shouldn't change the way he plays to stay aggressive and stuff. And I always say that the Lakers' best chance um, to win in the title this year is Anthony Davis playing the five, but also Kuzma – you know, really accepting the role, you know, you're really close to a championship right now and you have a chance to do something special. So why not just, you know, sacrifice your role? I know you want to score and do your thing. You can still do that. Just do it off the bench. You know what I'm saying? And just be a star in that role. It's no, it's no big deal. You can get a championship. You literally got a front runner to win a championship this year. So why not lock in? You know, hopefully we shall see though. Yeah. And, you know, you made a lot of uh, great points you know, especially with um, AD playing the five, um, with the acceptance of the role um, Cal Kuzma is pretty much going to have to play under. You know, as a young guy, you know, coming into the league and, you know, previously you have always been the guy on all your teams mm-hmm. from high school to college and things like that. And the transition comes where you, you get on a bad Laker team where they pretty much give you the keys. Yeah. And then – you get LeBron James, things change. You know, you get a generational talented player like that, that's battle tested, that, you know, demands a lot of attention. Your, your um, expectations as a team shifts, you know, they, 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 they go up. There's no more playing around. There is no, it's a, it's a sense of seriousness because the team has taken it upon themselves to go get this player. And we got him for four years. Exactly. And we don't want to waste that. So mentally, you you have to be able to buy into that. Mm-hmm. And 
last year um, with the trade rumors and it, it destroyed those young, those young guys mentally, they had checked out, you know, that, that first game back, I forgot who they played, but they got the doors blowed off of them mm. right afterwards. I, I think it was, I want to say the Pacers. That's what I want to say last year when the trade rumors was going on. Yeah. And they got the doors blowed off of them. Like it was terrible. Um, and, you know, mentally they all checked out and then eventually we ended up getting the trade done. We was able to keep Kyle Kuzma, which I was really excited that we was able to keep him. Yeah, but then I'm looking at how the season unfolded. I said, "Man, we should have kept Bi." But I said, "Man, God, why y'all could The reason why y'all couldn't keep Bi was because of the um the money. You know, Bi was yeah. second pick. You know, and um Kuzma was um 27th. So they couldn't you know make that deal. I think that if they had if they had the money or whatever, they probably would have traded Kuzma and kept and, and kept BI maybe traded Kuzma maybe more draft picks I know I'm I'm yeah. keeping I'm keeping BI but they had to do what they had to do you know what I'm saying For, um yeah you know, to get to get AD I mean it's still AD so it's like you know you're not really losing a lot but you know having BI and not knowing how good he is right now man thought have been a um a problem man he flipped a switch man i think it's because he went from that big large market those big la hollywood lights and then to pretty much low expectations small market team not really them seeing them doing a whole lot making a whole lot of noise but i think eventually that young team is going to be you know dangerous down you know in the future yeah, I mean, you got, you know, you got Lonzo Bowles coming into his own out there, you know, playing really good. He was averaging 21, 8, and 8 before everything, you know, went to went to crap. And, um, you know, B.I. 24, 6, and 4. You got Zion doing whatever he's doing and his limited minutes and stuff. And that team is solid, man. You know, they got, you know, solid role players. They got, they're a deep team. And uh, once they gel, they, they get better. You know, I think they're going to be fine, man. You know, they, I, I think I, I kind of, Wish they wasn't really in the playoff hunt because I think that they should have just like not been guaranteed to be out the playoffs so they can get a nice little high pick or whatever yeah. and like you know get a nice little piece and things you know but um they don't even know what's coming out of college though because of what happened like yeah we, we was robbed of March Madness and that's when when players start clicking and getting hot and then we can kind of see where players are gonna be like I don't know who's coming out of this draft this draft is probably gonna be awful. It's not gonna be awful, like you say. You just don't know a lot of people. So they got a couple like um, James Wiseman from Memphis, that big man, um, that's pretty good. Anthony Edwards from Georgia, he's like a nice little Harden type of player. Or uh, you know, Lamelo Ball, I think he should be the number one pick. They yeah. got uh, some other people. Um, they got like a Tyrese Halliburton, his name is R.J. Hampton. They got some dude from Israel that plays like Luka Doncic. He's pretty good. About oh, six really? nine, yeah, six nine, six ten version. He's good. I, I can't say his name right, but um, I know he played. He played in Israel. Really good player, young player. You know, I think this, this draft is going to be I. I guess you know, like we said, we don't really know because March Madness robbed us, so we couldn't do no research on a certain player that right able to break out and stuff like that. So yeah, I, I understand. That's when you really know what the player is going to be when they when you see how low, you know when they get into that tournament, you kind of see you know who's coming out, who's going to because you know even though if you if a player wasn't on your radar, like John Morant. Nobody's seen John Rank come out, you know, and, and be what he is. Nobody, you know, visioned that. But we was able to see that, you know, through, um, you know, tournaments and things like that and then see how he rose and his name start, you know, coming out there. And then, and you know, just, just to name an example of 
why we needed that to be able to see if it's a like a player that we maybe overlooked. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We'll definitely get into the draft lottery part and stuff. Um, let's talk about the playoff seating. You know, um, so basically, from my understanding, is that the the seven teams in each conference already clinched the spot. You know what I'm saying? And they're going to have the the tiebreaker. You know, um, not the tiebreaker, but for the AC, is going to come down to that playing tournament. And I guess basically, if the team with the eighth best record is more than four games ahead of you know somebody that's 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 in ninth place there will be no playing tournament you know what i'm saying then just the final playoff berth will just go to the team with that's in eighth place simply so simple as that but if the team with the eighth place record is four games or fewer ahead of ninth place then they'll they'll have to battle for you know the last spot between those teams you know it'll be like just basically a best of three you know what i'm saying um where the number um, nine seed will have to win two head-to-head matchups to basically take over the eighth spot or whatever. So, like, what you think about that type of – it's not a playing tournament per se, but, you know, it's, it's like a, a test run or, or whatever. So what you think about that? Well, if I'm a team like Memphis, because I think that that's the team that's currently in the eighth spot in the Western Conference. Yeah. And if I'm that team, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, like, upset because – I I had the AC, yeah. and we are the AC, and then this playing tournament. I mean, it's you know, it's it depends on who you talk to, who what you know what. If you're Portland, you love it. Yeah. If you're, if you're Memphis, you don't. Yeah. And I think, I think it's fair. At the end of the day, I think it's fair. Yeah. Because I, we didn't, go ahead. Yeah, I think it's fair too. Um, sorry to cut you off. Um, I think it's fair because you know what. Cause it only gives these teams, these teams got eight games they're going to play before basically the playoffs start. So it makes you lock in early. If you're in eighth place, you got to lock in. You want to at least try to get to that seventh spot. Like, you know what I'm saying? Cause anything can happen in the eighth spot now, you know, mm-hmm. you're not guaranteed for team, you know what I mean? And then whoever's in ninth place, Hey, just play, just play your games. Don't even try to try to catch the eighth spot. If you could get in the eighth spot, that's cool. But don't try to catch them. Just try to stay within the, the right amount of games. I think right now New Orleans is in ninth, and I think they're three and a half games out. So right now, if it was the end today, New Orleans will be playing Memphis for that playoff spot. That's that John Morant, Zion Williamson matchup that we all want to see. We definitely want to see that. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. Portland is actually in ninth place. I'm sorry. I think I think um, New Orleans is in tenth. But either way, you know, I want to see that Zion matchup in the playoffs, you know, with um, – <laughs> with with um John Moran. I want to see that. And then I want to see um New Orleans win and play the Lakers in the number one spot in the playoff. That's what I want to see. I want to see that. And I want to see like how it goes in a in a series with no crowd. You know, a lot of these players get hyped up off the crowd. So I want I, I'm just I'm excited about this whole new playoff format to be honest. I'm excited about it. Now do you see like any of this um um transition into like um you know, this is this virus didn't go just go away. Do you think this is going to be something that they're going to be doing if it works out pretty good in the future? Well, they're supposed to be doing that basketball, um, that tournament style thing. You know what I mean? Um, in the future, they're supposed to be doing the whole tournament style thing, like what they do with soccer and everything, with and also have the playing games and stuff, and um, you know, midseason tournaments and things like that. I think I, I, I'm cool. I, I'm cool with it's different. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's 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 go away from the traditional, you know, basketball format. Let's bring something new in. Keeps 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 ideas fresh, keeps 
the mind on basketball and stuff. I think I think it would be fun to have like you know all this stuff. I think they should do it in the future. I definitely want them to do that one to sixteen playoff thing though. Like I. I yeah. need that. <laughs> I need that. I want to see oh, two Western Conference teams in the finals. You know what I'm saying? I would love to see that. And then, like, hopefully one day the Knicks and the Nets get good, and I want to see a Knicks, a Knicks versus Nets uh, NBA finals. That would be crazy. Or Lake, Lakers-Clippers yeah. finals, man, would be, would be dope too. Yeah. The only thing I, – I, I want to, you know, see some more innovative um, ideas mm-hmm. on with you. Yeah. But I don't want it to get too crazy where it's gimmicky. You you know what I mean? Because what has been going on past years, it hasn't it hasn't uh been flawed. It's been it worked. Yeah. But with this virus happening and everything going on, we're able to see um new fresh ideas, kind of like similar to what they did to the All-Star game. I love that. Mm. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Um once I understood it, I have to understand it to be able to buy into as a fan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't want it to be too gimmicky. I don't want to get too far away from what we're used to. I mean, I call me old fashioned, but now, I kinda, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I wish they implement that, that Elam ending for basketball period. Like I enjoy that rule. Like, you know, um, that fourth quarter was amazing. You notice you can't foul. Because you got you got you give up points if you foul, you know. Yeah. It keeps everybody engaged. It keeps the you, you got to win on a last shot or a free throw or whatever like that. Like there's no hack a shack. It, it completely takes away the whole hack a shack thing. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. So you know, just imagine if you know Shaq is playing in the fourth quarter like a prime Shaq in that game. I just dumped the ball to him all, all day or whatever. You know, um, that rule was definitely fun. But how the rule really goes is that. When um so basically, if that was a real Elam ending game, so let's just say if the East was up on the West, no, the West was up on the East, one hundred eight to one hundred three, and it, like once it hits four minutes, the clock goes off, and then it goes to that rule. So what they do is they'll give the target team eight points to score. So if it's one hundred eight to one hundred three, that means whoever is the first to get the one sixteen wins the game. You know what I'm saying? So, like that's that's how it's going. The reason why they did the 24, obviously, to honor Kobe. So right. you know, um, so yeah, um, like that was that that was fun, man. That was that was yeah, fun. it definitely was, man. I, it was, that had me on the edge of my seat. Yeah. And then you know what really pissed me off? I found out he was messing around. AD gets up there and misses the first free throw. I'm like, what are you doing? Like, let's end this. And then he said he did it on purpose. I was like, man, I was like sweating bricks. So like AD, like you better cash this. You like you're a pretty decent free throw shooter. Like, yeah. come on, man. In this. I'm up all it man, that game went stayed on late. Yeah. I had to go to work the next day and everything. <laughs> <laughs> that's the that's that's the nature of the game, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's that's what makes it so fun. But the the actual one, I think when they, if they if they ever implement it, I think you could coach it. You can you put up you can devise a defense and an offense if um schemes to 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 coach that that type of play because it gets wild it gets crazy and it looks unorganized but you know um that team that that um that tbd tournament that tbt basketball tournament they they do it you know that's they they actually do it full time so it, it, it can be done it can be done it's, it's, it's really good it keeps the game the pace of the game going it is just it's just so much fun and you got to dig in and play deep and play defense and stuff so yeah man you know um I mean, I would be excited for that, man. That'd be a nice NBA. Imagine a game seven NBA finals. You know what I'm saying? 
when, you know what I mean? Like, you know, fourth quarter, everybody's tied up and first to get to this points. You know what I'm saying? Just imagine, off. just imagine how it, how, it, how it would get, man. So, yeah, man, you know. So, um, but that's just crazy, like, how the new NBA is just going to start, you know, I mean, July 31st to October 12th, you know? Like, normally I'll be bored, like, oh, my God, ain't nothing to do. Now we have something to look forward to to end the summer. Right, right. I'm I'm excited about that. July 30th is my birthday, so it's happened a day after my birthday, so I'm excited. Like that's a birthday gift to me. (laughs) And then um, they was basically saying like, um, so they got you know the the season will end July. I mean October 12th, and then the NBA draft is October 15th. You know what I'm saying? I'm um, break down this scenario how the lottery is going to go because the lottery is actually August 25th. Okay. So. The lottery will actually they'll have the eight teams that did not participate in the restart, and the other six teams that didn't make it into the um, you know the playoffs or whatever. You know, um, you know they're going to assign by the records or whatever. Basically, you know how it is. Like so, like like how you feel about the the lottery thing? Well, um, it's always been like that anyway. Yeah, but it's but it's been like kind of tweaked. You know, yeah. based on this situation. So I like it because um, it didn't get, like I said, didn't get too far away from the traditional element. They kind of just improvise. So yeah. um, I do um, like it. I do want to see how it's going to play out because, you know, they recently just canceled the lottery. So I guess they just postponed it to the end, yeah. which is pretty cool. Um, so I'm really interested to see, um, you know, how that's going to look. But like I said, I can't get too excited about the draft because I don't know who's in it um, or, you know, what it's going to look like. So I just have to see it play out. Yeah. And the final questions, like, you know, final thoughts, I mean, on this whole thing, you know. So basically, when this season ends, they're going to get right back into it. I think training camp starts like November and then the season is going to start December 1st. I, I thought they were going to do it on Christmas. Yeah. But. You know, I guess December first would be that start. I don't know. I think I think that I don't know why they went they wouldn't start it on like right away on like right on Christmas, at least like a week before. But you know, to give these players more rest, um, I, I, that that was that was a head scratcher right there. You know, so um, I don't know. I like, I, I don't know. I like the um, the timing because um, I was right in the smack dab NFL. Like I got both of them yeah. together finally. I, I like that it overlaps the NFL. Like I'm able to see NBA. Yeah. Man, it's gonna be great podcasting going on. I'm just thinking about different <laughs> ideas, game analysis. Like it's gonna be sweet for us, man. Like if you doing your basketball podcast, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. great yeah, basketball. yeah, I agree. I, I, I'm excited about it too because I know that during nat- at the national TV games, I'm going live. Yeah, I'm yeah, live we got. Yeah, we gotta do that. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Get some good, solid basketball analysis, man. You know what I'm saying? And we we're gonna have a good time doing this, man. You know, we're gonna have a great time talking about basketball. Gonna be a whole bunch of basketball and stuff. But um, yeah, I tell you one thing: the NBA don't play on Sunday. You can't compete with it. Don't play. You can't. You cannot compete with it. You can't compete. Yeah, with it. don't don't do that. NBA, don't do it. Don't do it NBA. Like I know that you. Um, or really want to see those ratings, but they're going to go down. It's going to be very detrimental. The NFL, that's that's already always been. Um, well, let me ask you a question though. You think can the NBA compete with the NFL on Thursday? 
Of course, yeah, because those games are trash in the NFL on Thursdays. Mm. I, I don't hardly ever watch a Thursday game. Mm. Like, ever. I never watch a Thursday game. I, and if I do watch it, it's only maybe like a quarter or two, okay. just because I just want to see, because I might have somebody that playing in my fantasy. I play fantasy leagues. <laughs> so um, if somebody's playing in my fantasy, then I'll watch it. But okay. if they're not, then I'm not going to watch it. All right. Yeah, I'm not even a football guy, so like I ain't watching no football. You don't like football? No? Nah, I don't do football, not, man. You know what I'm not saying? at all. Like, have you ever played? I played flag football. I got a couple flag football championships. I never played tackle, man. Everybody thought I should, but you know, basketball, man, like, this is everything. New York City, man, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of basketball. Yeah. Like, I yeah. went to a high school game in Texas before um, a football game. It had like a 50,000 seat high school state. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Like, high school, they don't play that. They don't play down there in Texas where you at. Yeah, you know? yeah, man. Like, it's, it's a football um, stadium. Those are stadiums, man, in them high schools, man. Yeah, yeah like, this is a big football state. Yeah, it is, definitely, definitely, man. So um, before we get out of here, though, man, like, like, um, any final thoughts of, you know, everything that we talked about today? Of course, you know, I'm, I'm waiting to see how the season is going to play out. Yeah. But I'm really, really, you know, wanting to see uh, what kind of energy the players are going to have after being off for so long. Like, mm. I want to see who really been putting their work in, mm. who's really committed to their craft, you know. And you're going to see it right out the box. You're going to see whose shot looks off, you know, who don't have the legs up under them and things like that. Like, this could have been, like, prime time to be able to get your body right, get your diet right, mm. and stuff like that. This, this, that time, you know, we're going to be able to see immediately if – you've been actually you know, putting that work in or you've been just kind of like BS and thinking it's a vacation. You know, you was in the, you really should have been, um, you know, training, you know, guys should have weight rooms at, at their, at their homes, you know, um, guys should have been putting in their work at, at, you know, outside, whatever, because even at a, you know, me, I'm just going to put my, you know, my personal thoughts on me. I said either this quarantine, I'm going to gain 10 pounds. I'm going to lose 10 pounds. Mm-hmm. You know, um, so I had the mentality that I was going to, you know, run outside, try to pick up basketball games outside, mm-hmm. you know, try to make sure my diet is, is is okay, because I knew that if I was in the refrigerator, if I wasn't working out, then I was going to, you know, pretty much blow up. And yeah. th- I don't even get paid to do none of this stuff. Now, if exactly. you're a paid athlete doing this stuff and you know that they never put a period on the season. They never said that the season was going to be ending. So yeah. in your mind, you should have already been thinking that, okay, I need to stay with my regimen. Keep mm-hmm. going what I was doing because they're, they have never, ever definitively put a period on the end of the season. Exactly, exactly, yeah. Um, I, I kind of have those same sentiments, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I just want to know who has been really putting in that work and stuff. Like, you know, I want to know, like, Who's going to sneak in the playoffs? Like, you know, who who's going to be like even scary in the playoffs? Like, like none of these players in since since probably high school never played in NBA gyms. You know, yeah. what I mean? so like, how are you going to adapt to that? Like, I want to see what's going to go on. I want to see how your Lakers is going to do. Are they going to jump out? Look like LeBron looks great. Yeah, you know I, I mean? seen out? him. You know, but they're, they're, these are only three minutes. You know, like it, it's easy for. Oh you. come on, man! We talking about LeBron James, man. Listen, <laughs> one thing, one thing. If you want to listen, I get into three minute video. But one thing that we we're going to we're going to count on is LeBron in shape. I'm not even worried about that. 
I, okay. I have no worries about that. If you have worries about that, then I don't know. If I don't know what's going on with you or anybody or any other Laker fan. I just want to see it, man. Like, I want to see it on the, on the court. Think I about it when his shirt off. Look how he looks with his shirt off and he's working out. Like, he's still, like, you know, you yeah. know nothing. Yeah. So, you know, I want to know how Zion looks. I want to know how Joel Embiid looks. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, that, man. <laughs> I want to know, make sure that these guys are working hard, man. I think, I think they are. Like, they probably slipped up a little bit. I hope not because you know Joel Embiid, his diet is horrible. Yeah. I mean, he was always like sick, something going on. I've never, the only time I've ever seen, um, you know, a person with symptoms like that was a baby. <laughs> Seriously. Now he's always sick. Like something's going on with him. Like that's how you know your diet's trash. Yeah. Like he's way too talented to not have a dietitian or be restrictive when it comes to, you know, playing basketball. This is your, your livelihood. This is your, and then I think he was a late bloomer. I think that he started, he picked up the game of basketball late. And for him, 15, that's late, right. you know, and then him to be able to, um, you know, be what he is. And, you know, I, I, I would put him up there. He's one of the top centers in the NBA. Yeah, he is the top center in the NBA. <laughs> Over him. Jokic? I like Jokic, yeah. Jokic. Okay, okay. I, I, listen, I'm a Jokic guy myself. I like Jokic, too. I like Jokic, too. So, like, you know, hey, them, them, them two are the top two. I know that much. Because AD ain't yeah. a five. So, you know what I mean? He should be. He should, should be a five, man. I don't he know should be, definitely. He should be a five, man. But, you know, hey, man, listen. At the end of the day, man, it's, it's great to have basketball back. And um, we're going to have some fun. We're going to do some, you know, so much live shows at the end of these national TV games. And going to be a lot to discuss, man. So, you know, stay prepared, man. You know what I'm saying? Get, get your sleep because we're going to be hitting it, man. You know? <laughs> I can't wait, bro. I can't wait. Like, I've been sitting here thinking about how this is going to be, thinking about shows. Thinking about who podcast I'm gonna be on, talking about this stuff, man. Like this is gonna be very, very interesting. I'm the, it's gonna be hard for me to sleep because I I have a job during the day, and yeah. then at night these games come on, so I'm gonna have to hear them rush home, watch some games, and get on the podcast. So I'm gonna be really burning the midnight oil on this thing. Hey man, this is, this is what we this is what we signed up for. So we gotta get it out to our people, man. You know what I'm saying? Most definitely, definitely. most definitely. All right. Well, we about to get out of here, man. With that being said, hey man, listen. Thank you for coming on to the show, man. Oh, thanks for having me. Anytime. Yes, Let sir. Let me know, and I'm on there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Listen, that's that's Corey Harrison from the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Follow him at the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast on Instagram. You know, find him on Twitter where he's doing his thing and stuff, too, as well. Hey, um, Lakers Now, too. They got a podcast with him and Big Baby Jonathan. Um, it's called Lakers Now, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, Lakers yeah. Now. So, yeah, follows Lakers now. And then y'all know y'all can follow me at Daniel Artest Podcast. We on Facebook as well. Um, just search it, Daniel Artest Podcast. I got the group in there. Um, Instagram and Twitter, at Daniel Artest Pod. YouTube, Artest TV. And, you know, hey, listen, with that being said, we are out of here, man. And y'all have a good day. Y'all be safe. Peace. If you love the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time.